0: We're gonna make it work. Skrr, skrr.
1: We're gonna make it work.
0: Thanks for listening. Are we
1: gonna make it work or are we gonna make it worse? <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're gonna make it hurt.
1: Could go one of two ways.
0: We're gonna make it work. We gonna make it. We, we gonna gon make, make it. it. Uh, we gonna make it. We gonna make it. There's an
1: we interesting
0: story with that. The beat is by Alchemist and he did the beat originally for Restcast. And sold the beat to Raskas and to Jadakiss Kiss. After, so that's why there was a bit of beef with uh, Raskas and Alchemist. Bit of, bit of history there, I didn't know. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cheers, though. Cheers, man. Uh, beer, rap, and banner. Episode forty-eight. Yeah, yeah. We haven't got a player for this episode, but we have got a legendary mode of transport in and around East London.
1: Very famous in London. If you
0: ever got on the forty-eight bus, what the forty-eight bus that goes from Wolverhampton? All the way to past Hackney, all the way to London Bridge, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes into like central London somewhere. It's yeah. The
1: 48 is special. The double decker. The iconic in London, aren't they?
0: Well, the 48 was this the monumental bus because it was. We sound really. We sound like a bunch of saddos talking about a bus, by the (laughs) way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you remember the 48 bus? (laughs) It's like we got our little anorex on just bus (laughs) spotting. Bruv, and it was a night bus as well. It was a
1: roadmaster, double decker bus. And it First was, released into the public no, in 1906. 19- it was famous.
0: It was fam- not famous. Mm, no bus is famous. Other than maybe when Wiley rapped about... Uh, did he rap about 38 bus or something like that? Anyway. um, You would go through loads of goony areas. Loads of like, roughish areas at night. Like Hackney, certain parts of Hackney. And then into w- Leighton in the and Wormstow. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, if he was on late night at the back of the bus. It was, uh, you know.
1: That's where it used to go down. Well... What you got from me, bruv? What what you got in
0: those pockets, bruv? What's that Nokia Ericsson? What Ericsson? What Nokia 3210 is that, bro? Is that got the air? what's the one that had the aerial that lit up? Is that 3310? 30, 30, yeah, 30 ugh, all the different Nokia's. 3330. Bruv, what good times. The StarTac, the Ericsson, the, the banana phones. Anyway. The uh, we'll start... Matrix phone with the Yeah. Which mm. one was that?
1: Yeah. You press the button and it flicks open the um. The microphone. Mm,
0: cheers! It is episode forty-eight. Like I said, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing, commenting. Yeah. Uh, don't forget as well, you can check out our football podcast called Play On.
1: Yeah, and it is most definitely your boys Lick Steiner and Welbeck, the Arsenal rejects.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Back again. Oh no,
1: that is a par. Back again with another episode of Beer Rap and Banter at Beer Rap Bants. Yeah. And it
0: Oh mate, and it's and it is um. Well, Welbeck's not that much of a... I've got a lot of love for Welbeck because he's got bants and... But Lichsteiner can can do one. Um, it is National Beer Day, apparently. Mm-hmm. So to celebrate this National Beer Day, I am drinking a bottle of Black Sheep from uh, Yorkshire. Proper Yorkshire beer there from the Black Country. There you go. Uh, I don't know if it's called the Black Country, but... Uh, yeah, that's it. Beautifully balanced premium ale is packed full of Yorkshire depth, Progress, Challenger, Golding and... F- Fuggles, Hops, Combine, oh, fuck knows what that is, mate. But big up the Yorkshire Massive, big up Leeds, yeah. big up the Huddersfield. You know
1: what else is brewed in Yorkshire? This Newcastle Brown Ale that I'm drinking.
0: No, Newcastle's right not Yorkshire, is but it?
1: But it's brewed in a Yorkshire oh, I was going to say, you
0: don't want to offend the Yorkshire man. Then man, you don't want to fuck around with the Yorkshire.
1: Nah, you definitely don't want to mess with them man. But yeah, it's, Newcastle um, Brown Ale. it's like a national beer day today, specifically called Beer Day Britain. What is Beer Day, Britain? Well, it's an annual celebration on the 15th of June for all beer lovers, celebrating all beer, including traditional ales, mainstream lagers, and limited edition craft beer. Um, And the significance of it is that the 15th of June is the date that the Magna Carta was sealed in 1215. And this great charter they also mentions ale in Article 35. I was going to
0: say they had a beer to celebrate.
1: <laughs> where it says, let, a few pints. let there be throughout our kingdom a single measure for wine and a single measure for ale and a single measure for corn.
0: So it wouldn't have been a pint back then. That's a different sort of metric system, isn't it? But or Maybe they would have had pints. No, it was like a cup, like a warm cup of beer, a jug and a, I don't know.
1: Yeah, because they would have those big kind of Steiner type of...
0: No, that's more like East, that's more like the... Germ- I don't know, the Steiners is like, I think in Germany and parts of Europe, but um, big up our beer drinkers, big up those in the ales, the IPAs, <clears throat> the stout. Excuse me, I was going to get a stout, but i got a driver's I'm, I'm well, glad so. we've got
1: ales because it specifically says... Proper English. Let there it? be throughout our kingdom a single measure for wine and a single measure for ale. And here we are in 2019, both drinking ale. So bringing it's, that it's unity, it's like a historical celebration going on. Yeah, right man,
0: here. I'm feeling it. A nice beer to kickstart. We've been <clears throat>
1: on the tea recently. But yeah, how you been anyway, Carl? I've been all right, man. I, I've been quite enjoying the tea thing. If it wasn't for this being Beer Day Britain, I probably would have <laughs> had a tea today, to be fair. Because nice. I'm quite enjoying just drinking like my green tea. You know, they say it detoxes you and it's healthy for you and stuff. I don't know, I, I think maybe sometimes because we've got a podcast with the word beer in it, yeah. people might think we drink beer like water, like every time we're first, we drink beer and we're alcoholics, but...
0: Beer on tap. Oh, can not, you imagine that out, though? Can you imagine if you had um like the pumps in a pub, but you just had that in your kitchen, like on the taps, you had water, hot, hot and cold water, and then you just had a couple beers or a Guinness. Oh, would you get bored of it? Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, you could set up a tap in
1: your yard, couldn't you? Yeah,
0: you could. People do, do. I don't know why I'm talking like it's some magical thing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, because if you did have something on tap, it would be like just a regular part of your life, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be super exciting or special anymore. Like sex, when you. Yeah, see what I'm saying? As soon as you get a wifey and you know what I mean? You cuff that and then you got pum pum on tap. It's just like whatever, yeah. innit?
0: Or like. um like anything I suppose isn't it
1: mm. yeah but when you're all starving and you're hungry and it's a bit scarce you start <laughs> scratching like, like a cracking like, <laughs> oh,
0: <I> <laughs> oh mate when you're single when you're a single lad yeah and you either live at home or you live with housemates or at uni or live on your own and you're like you're fiending for like the woman's touch and you don't want to keep putting on DVD, porn DVDs or porn hub nowadays like mm. you're just like a fiend bro
1: you're going straight in with the grease talk cool
0: Talking to Grease.
1: Here we go. Here we go. I was just
0: going to talk about Skepta's album. Go on. That's fucking dope, bro. Excuse me, pardon my language. No, not pardon my language. My po- Our podcast. Not my podcast. Our podcast is what he said earlier. But yeah, he's definitely <laughs> got a record. Where is it? Grease Mode. I've been playing that album. I don't know if you heard it. Um, um I've been listening to
1: this uh, Ignorance is Bliss what? that he put out. Um, And so he's got the track yeah, Grease yeah. Mode, yeah, like yeah, the second yeah. track on the album. Yeah, have you yeah. seen
0: the video? with like an ode to the uh, sort of black uh 60s or 70s film and he goes to rob a bank. And it's got Nave Smalls, who's a dope singer. I think he's from mm. England as well. But he's got that little sort of that Little Wayne vibe where he's on a millie. You know in the Little Wayne video where he's L- in the middle?
1: Like a lollipop.
0: Yeah, or a millie where he's on the bank. He robs the bank and he's standing on the the cashier's uh table okay so basically the video the song's called grease mode it's i started off with grease so that's why i wanted to pay uniform. homage to that so yeah Skept has definitely come back with a solid project ignorance is bliss a lot older talking about relationships uh having his daughter i do believe mm-hmm. and sort of just interesting he just dropped dropped this dropped a couple quick records not really singles but uh dropped the videos and the song straight away, and then boom, the album's out now. So it's like nowadays, there's no lead up single, single, single release. It's just like, here's the album. Yeah, I think. Um, That's the new wave.
1: That's the new way. I think when you're an independent artist, you can pretty much do whatever you want to do. Yeah,
0: you're still and, um, he's still independent. He's killing skip, it. An album went number two, day. I think. I don't know if it went number one. It should go number one. Go out and stream that if you haven't. Um, I've got
1: to admit, I didn't really like the album that much.
0: Yeah, I was. It's Well, I know you hold are so high esteem. That's one of the best grime albums of all time.
1: My personal favorite yeah, 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 grime yeah. album of all time. That is just... Konnichiwa is sick. So for, for me, it was, I was yeah. excited when I found out that Sceptor was about to drop a new album. And it just didn't live up to that expectation that I had based off the back of Konnichiwa. That's hard though, man. That's like every... Is,
0: so is. every artist that drops a classic. So we can say that Konnichiwa is his... His best piece, yeah? Maybe he'll never do an album that good again. Well, I mean, I'll talk about this in a minute because I was going through his back catalogue because I've been listening to him since, like, the beginning or whatnot, you know, since the Joseph Jr. Adenuga mixtape and Greatest Hits album and other stuff. I'll talk about this shortly. But um, every artist has their great project that they are then defined by. So Nas is obviously... Uh, Illmatic. Ill-matic. Um, uh, Big Big's first album. Ready uh, to Die. Yeah, Um what other artists we're talking about
1: Jay Z Reasonable Doubt
0: yeah well I think Jay Z is more like um, the Bond of the Blueprints or the Black no is it Blackout or the Blueprint would you say Reasonable Doubt is Jay Z's best album I would yeah but to other people I think
1: it's highly regarded as a classic album and the album that Oh, it's in my and top. announced Jay Z to the world. It's
0: it? in my top albums of all time. But mm. um, every artist, what I'm saying is, has to has an album that is their defining moment, almost that gets them all the prize and plaudits. So, and so he won. So Skepta got the Mercury from Konnichiwa. Yeah, he's gone touring around the world. He's redefined his sound, and now it's not really grind, but it's it is because it's him. But it's also got this sort of american vibe to it and it's a big festival bangers so it was hard to live up to that um i like the album it's different in terms of a move away from uh kenichiwa um had a really nice garage record on there and he brought back b live aka evil b do you remember the drum and bass and then he's a garage mc he's a sick garage mc b live so there's a there's a dope garage record on there but this, it's it's a solid project. It's talking about love and relationships, and
1: I did like the garage record, by the way.
0: Yeah, how can you not? You're from the you're from the garage generation, mate. It's the it's the it's the, it's the stuff that had us going. I really like Red Rum. I thought Red Rum was the type of record that would be on Konnichiwa. Hmm. That is the third record on third record in. Hmm. Um. I thought a lot of the other records, like the Jay Huss record, is more like was a was a different approach hmm. that had like a West Coast vibe to it. Jay Huss is obviously amazing, everything he jumps on. Um uh, Gangsta was Gangster had a similar vibe to, to Kanichiwa. So the mix of the album was a bit like old stuff from um before Kenichiwa, when he was doing like Blacklisted, I'm a real big fan of that album. Check it out if you haven't, and Microphone Champion. But Blacklisted I think is is definitely up there. Like it's got some classics for me. So Solid Project from Skepta, Grease Mode is the king of Greece. Is where we get
1: it from, he most definitely is the king of Greece, and um, I'm not saying it's a bad album, I'm just saying it, for me, it was a you know, it was a little bit disappointing, but it's still a good listen, so go check that out, man.
0: It's only disappointing because you had it in such high esteem, which is fair enough,
1: I, yeah, maybe. just on a personal note, you know, I'm a huge Skepta fan, I love pretty much everything Skepta does. And, um, you know, if you like Skeptor, you're going to like this too. So make sure you go get that, man. Ignorance is bliss. And
0: well, what was you saying you was listening to as well prior to that?
1: Um, I've been listening to loads of stuff, man. Yeah. Um,
0: new I'm, music. It's been loads of new music. Loads. loads of new music from the UK as well. Just while you're looking for that. I know Mo Stack dropped an album, uh, which has been getting some good applauds. And I've, just, I've only started to like him a bit more. So big up Mo Stack and Octavian. So... U.K. and also Blade, Blade Brown. Is it Blade right? Yeah, Blade Brown. Trap, yeah. trap, trappers music. So,
1: um, it's a I've strong been, time. Yeah, I've been listening to this Flying Lotus, uh, Flamagra. Um, Flying Lotus is crazy, man. He's like a an alternative kind of hip hop, R and B, electronic. Like he can just make
0: anything. If you like Mad dope. Lib and Dilla, almost, he's that type. of... Uh, I'd
1: say it's a bit different. I'd yeah. say he's more experimental. Okay. Like he works with like, he does a lot of live instrumentation, works with uh, a lot of musicians. Um, he's done some production with um, Kendrick Lamar before and with Thundercat, who's another amazing artist. Um I think like it, there's a lot of instrumentals on there. Mm. It's more or less an instrumental album with the odd sprinkling of of a collaboration with an artist with a vocalist. You can just play um, it, let it chill. Is yeah, it, it just it... rolls smoothly, man. Um, it's something like you know I can just listen to when I'm at work and it's just on in the background. Um, Anderson Pack has got a very nice song on there. Mm, I like Anderson um, Pack.
0: That's the type of artist I'd expect him to work with. I mean, I'm not big on flying Lotus. So I know a lot of people are. But it's uh definitely something you need to get into just to chill, play it at a dinner party or just play it on in the background. Maybe or... it's
1: in a quiet taste. It's very experimental, but I like that experimental sound. I like alternative uh rap music. And he's got a track with Denzel Curry on there, which really fits right into that alternative rap mm. music mold. Uh Black Balloons Reprise. Uh yeah, this project for me is banging. absolutely love it. Um what's the, what's the project called? Flamagra.
0: Mm. Flemagra. mm. Mm. Yeah. I like the way you just flick your eyebrows as well. Like Give it, it for the ladies then.
1: Um, yeah, funky uh, looking
0: artwork on there as well. Talking of funky artwork. Mm-hmm. Igor. Igor. <laughs> you, I like this album. I, I played it at work in the background just quietly and one of the cleaners came in and she was like, it's good music. I like what you're playing. And I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's a bit different, isn't it? Thinking, uh, it's not the title of the creative people know from rapping a million bars and being sort of like talking this dark shit. It's very, very open relationship wise. And there's a funk element to it. There's a nice, I like the synths. I like the production to it. I do like the singing. Earthquake's a absolute banger. Um,
1: it's a very happy album, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so you could say maybe coming uh, from happy a, a in dark... Parts,
0: happy in parts.
1: I'd say coming from maybe a dark kind of place where he kind of came into the music as kind of like with the teenage angst and that dark, rowdy, grimy kind of uh, aesthetic. He's kind of moved into this really happy and sort of funky, bright, happy sounding tunes. Yeah, well,
0: he's older, he's rich, Mm. he's in love or probably had a relationship. He's got a bit more of an identity now, I think, where, I mean, he's still doing his thing and he had the number one album in the country, which I think over in America, I think DJ Khaled kicked up a bit of fuss. Um, But... Tyler's got this mad following. Like, I see he put he was in London Mm. and inside half an hour or so at this place, it was they had to lock it off. He was banned, wasn't he? Yeah. I don't know why, though.
1: It was like hate speech or something. Yeah, but that's because he's always talking. You know what he's like? He's always talking shit.
0: Yeah, but he seems like he's like trolling to say shit, like just to get a reaction.
1: But the problem on the internet is some people are listening and watching and they don't know what the fuck you're talking about and they misunderstand what you're saying. He might have been making a joke and someone thought he was serious. And then next we mm. you know he's got, you know, well, slapped of, with some hate speech. Yeah.
0: Speaking of sort of people trying to be banned or, or music trying to be banned, we got this Crepton Conan ban, uh, ban drill music film that we watched mm. just earlier.
1: Can I just shout out a couple more projects over this? Oh, yeah, before yeah, 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 we yeah, move yeah, on. On. yeah. So Anderson Pack's album Ventura, very nice, very smooth. Um, didn't like his last project. Apparently he's recorded two projects at exactly the same time. Um, so his last album... I wasn't really feeling it so much. But this one, which dropped a few months afterwards, I think Oxnard was the last one. This mm. one, Ventura, is banging. So it's amazing that he recorded these two projects at the same time and then just released them.
0: Are they contrast? Are they different? Yeah,
1: yeah, really different.
0: Because Oxnard's a, a actual place, I think. Okay. And it's, Yeah, out in the West Coast, I believe. Hey, Oxnard's a place, even in Atlanta or the West Coast. I need to check. But it's interesting that you've got two albums and this... Completely different. Do you remember? Do you remember when DMX dropped two albums inside inside a year?
1: Yeah, um, no, that was but, years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. still, it's like I'm trying to think other times where artists have dropped two projects. A lot of artists do that nowadays.
1: Um, yeah, Future is always doing that. Future just drops projects like people yeah. drop singles or EPs. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> F- future
1: Currency always drops loads yeah. of projects. Bang, bang, just bang them I up. I
0: suppose nowadays it's a bit more common. Yeah.
1: 'Cause people are independent, they could do what they want. Yeah. Um But them
0: type of artists you're talking about, like currency and, and future, as talented and sick as they are, they're more they, they can more like go into the studio, bang out five, ten songs throughout a couple of days mm-hmm. and have a whole back catalogue, a whole zip file of mad records that they could flow on mixtapes, singles here and there, where the DMX was like two albums that were just solid bodies of work, which is
1: True. Let, let me take you through the features on this Anderson .Paak Ventura album. Because this is just going to be enough said. And hopefully everyone's going to listen to it after I say this. Andre 3000.
0: One of the best, if not the best lyricist.
1: Smokey Robinson. Wow. Lala Hathaway. This chick can Donny use... Donny Hathaway's daughter. Yeah. Can use her voice like an instrument. And there's a video where she's singing in chord she sings a chord Mm. you know like playing two three notes on a a keyboard she does that with her mad lala halfway's on here jasmine sullivan amazing brandy and this is the killer on the last track on the album there's 11 tracks on the album last track features nate dog
0: what like an old verse
1: the deceased Nate Dogg. Like a verse from Nate Dogg. Although, as though, I don't know, like like there's a, a, a forgotten verse on a computer somewhere or a hook and he's just gone and found it. Listen. You
0: have to check that out, man. You, get, <laughs> you sold it, you sold it Sick.
1: to me. Also, I've been checking out this uh, P Money, Money Over Everyone 3. Yep,
0: yep, yep, yep. Consistently good. Consistently just bang, 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 bang. album after album, mm. project after project, mm. P does the records that you know can tour he's 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 got a great fan base Mm. core fan base Mm. he's proved he's busy when he gets you know if he wants to get in a clash where you know he clashed what clashes have he had he had gets he clashed gets he clashed big h and he clashed um dot rotten which we spoke about episodes episodes ago and he's still more than held his own he's even one you could say you could, some say, say he's won all three clashes. Some say the gets one, maybe Arguable. one. Or, or, and the Dot Rotten one probably edged it or not. I mean...
1: You can't mess with P-Money, man. Top boy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You seen that picture where he took off his hat? Nah. <laughs> you talk about the P-Money album, yeah? Is um, it, is, is, so, yeah. Just, <laughs> he almost uh, broke the internet. You know in what it? you
1: get from P-Money? You get hard rhymes, hard beats... And the thing about Pease, he's really good at picking beats. So when he does an album, you get a varied sound across the album, which is uh, it's it's one of these things that not every artist is good at, but he that is something he's really good at doing. He gives you an experience, and you know, he's got artists like JME on there, yeah. And that's KSI, what the I heard
0: the JME record, yeah. Uh, manga Shut Saint, hello. Um.
1: Uh, our favorite lioness is on yeah. there. Oh, she's
0: killing it now. But she's the, um, doing a lot right now. Got Everyone go support, continue support Lioness. Pretty little thing. Mm. Yeah, killing it. Anyway, mm. yeah. Big she's up. quit her
1: job. She's full time music now.
0: Bruv, it's the plunge you've got to take, man. Yeah. Hats off to her. And she the proof the is in
1: the pudding. You're just seeing all of this work coming out. Work, well, work, she's work, in that, work, uh, work. She's everywhere.
0: Pretty little thing, uh, clothing, stuff. And she did it mm. with um, Miss Banks, Lady Leisha, and Will. I am. Yeah. Lady so, Leisha's
1: yeah. killing it right now. As yeah,
0: well. look at the P Money with no hat.
1: Got a little throw. Little throw?
0: Yeah, it's like a little level three throw or something like that. Level three? Yeah. Level three, level four. Is black hair level three and level four different from white hair level three and four, do you think?
1: What is a white level three, level four? Uh, What is your level right now?
0: This level. Mm. This is not a level. I've been growing my hair in it. I'm trying to do the comb over. A level three or four is like, you see where I have my hair?
1: Your hair looks like a level two right now.
0: No way, bro. This is like... Level two is like skinhead, like almost skin fade, huh? like proper short. How I usually have my hair is like a, is like when you go to the barbers, or mm. like it's like a one is like buzz cut. Yeah. <laughs> Not a skin, skin fade, but a one and two what is. is you
1: made a malfunction,
0: numb nuts. <laughs> <laughs> cut your hair, you goddamn hippie. Um, Drop and give me 20. Yeah, that's no, one and two is like proper short. My hair now is. Long, because I'm, you know, trying to grow... Well, I'm so, not trying to could grow you me. not
1: categorise that in terms of a level?
0: Yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah, this is... So, this is probably now... The side things is probably like a one and a half.
1: The side is one and a half. Yeah, so, the surely top the top like is like
0: a two or a three? No way. Two is like just a little bit more than a one and a half. So, what would you call the top? Five? Probably like a 20, 20, 20 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably... Uh, it's his hair now. It's gone beyond the cut because it's interesting. Uh, you're, you're
1: gassed, All right? No, I'm I, not gassed. That's on the hair. top of my head, I'm, I've got a level one. Yeah? Yeah. And P-Money in that picture, that looked like a level
0: three, level four. That's a big old afro, bro. It's
1: not that... It's like a little mini-fro.
0: No, yeah, like a mini-fro, but that's nowhere near three or... Like, that is... That's just the shape up and just combing his hair. Yeah, but it's like a level four throw. I see you said level four throw. You didn't say that before, you said level four. So I was, I'm What's asking the difference? You know, I don't I'm telling you, like a white person when they get off level four, it's like proper short. Okay. I don't know why. This is I'm uh, just I raising in. I don't know. We're we we're uh, we're uh, raising these things, man. We're crossing uh, the <laughs> the barber's uh <laughs>
1: we going gone proper off the beaten track there. It doesn't but, um, matter. That's definitely go get that P money, money over everyone free. Mm. Gigs is on there. The Lioness is on there. She kills it as well. Yeah. It's dope it's dope projects.
0: Um, we talking about the Jim Jones album. Go. <sighs> Come on, man. Phenomenal. Not phenomenal, but very good. Mm. The Heat Makers. If you like that, if you like the soulful production, if you remember the Heat Makers work with Dipset, early two thousand. This is, you know, this is the stuff for you. And he's rapping. He can actually rap, man. He's, you know, and mm-hmm. Rick, uh, Rick Ross is on there. Cameron obviously kills it. Uh, Benny the Butcher and Conway are on there. Fat Joe, a few other artists as well. And it's it's a real good, solid project, a real New York vibe. Um, And you can play it from start to finish. I was playing that at the gym today when I was running and I really enjoyed it. Um, So, yeah, El Chapo, Jim Jones album, Heatmakers. You could just play the beats. Mm. And just like, even the other day when the weather was really nice before the rain in London, I played that Jim Jones record with, uh, Benny, the butcher that, uh, where is it?
1: I'm going to have to check that out. I think um, I was saying to you earlier that, um,
0: to whom it may concern and just played it for, played it on repeat and repeat and repeat. And just closed my eyes and just sat in the sun and had a beer and proper, yeah, proper good. It's good music, man. It's good, good time to be alive. Both sides of the, the pond, Listening
1: to good music, no doubt. Um, yeah, uh, I've also been listening to a little bit of this Trevor Nelson. Like he's put out mm. a, a little soul mixtape, and he can you just know, keep eating and uh, for oh, years, he could just do everything. Me, couldn't but he? he's a sick DJ, man. Yeah, like, his parties are good, and he's his parties and are phenomenal. Good.
0: And the ladies come out, man, in come full on. effect.
1: And this thing, like you know, we're talking Earth, Wind, and Fire. We're talking the OJ's, Gladys Knight, Aretha Franklin come on like luther vandross the isley brothers it's just if you like old school soul music mm. go check that out trevor nelson soul selection and um also i've got a favorite song right now okay guess who made my favorite song
0: is it a rap song
1: it's a rap song uh
0: is it not your typical rap artist
1: it is a typical rap artist but i guess it depends what generation you're from <laughs> oh i
0: don't know get uh i don't know old school <laughs> rap artist Oh, what? that could be them now. Messaging. You.
1: <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for the shout out.
0: <laughs> Your respect. Yeah, <laughs> Pr- appreciate the love. I don't uh, think you're gonna get there. Big Daddy Kane.
1: Bit newer school than that. Cool G Rap. Bit newer school. Well, maybe same, same, same generation. Oh, Rakim.
0: Mm,
1: oh, 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 or a bit newer school. Nineties debut um, album came out mid nineties. Still going strong. Buster. Rap, rapping, acting. LL Cool J not LL not no, he's Buster. older he's old uh, absolutely killing it Will Smith no oh. he's a bit older he came out in the 80s didn't he girls ain't nothing 90s. but trouble
0: <laughs> Fresh Prince and uh, Jazzy Jeff and yeah. Fresh Prince that's the 80s that could be anyone bro I could be doing the whole podcast it's guessing
1: Common He's uh, got a new single called
0: "Common" was early, yeah, Her Common love was early nineties.
1: And I, yeah, I'm besotted with this tune. I've just had it on repeat. What's it called Sir? Her Sorry? love.
0: Mm, who produced it? Do you know? Put you I, on the spot. I don't.
1: But it's amazing. It's just great music, like you say. It's great music. What
0: makes it? Well, he's a he's an underrated lyricist. And I remember Sonny Jim a few when we had him a few episodes back saying he was his favorite rapper. So. Oh, a, did he say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shout sense. out, to
1: Sunny Jim. That's a that's a good favorite rapper right there. Could could Common have a case for being the greatest rapper of all time?
0: And, well, any rapper could have an argument for being the greatest rapper of all time. So he's definitely a lot of people's favorites. He's definitely. He's been I, I like his words by
1: Jay Z. Jay Z said, "I wish I could rhyme like Common Sense." Mm. If someone who is widely regarded as the greatest rapper or one of the greatest rappers says, "I wish I could rhyme like this guy," Surely that means Common has a
0: a case. You know why you like it? Well, you could have a case. But every, like, Drake used to want to rap, like, the guys from Little Brother. They're
1: dope as well. Shout out to Fonte.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just checked this Common record. It's produced by Jay Diller. No wonder you like it so much.
1: You know what's weird? He shouts out Diller on the record as well. And I thought, why is he shouting out Diller? I just didn't compute.
0: Her Love featuring Daniel Caesar.
1: Thing is, Diller's dead man so he died a long time ago so people could- and common was one of um dilla's most frequent collaborators wasn't he yeah i think they collaborated on the like water for chocolate album
0: yes and also on the sh- no not on the Shine. he's the same beat though uh i'm on the i know some real hip-hop fans are like screaming at the thing saying What you know english and go you don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. but dilla is bro if you ever go to a i love dilla night yeah dilla is the guy and spawned so many amazing producers and artists, and this, you know, he's just phenomenal, and his legacy will forever live on.
1: Yep, I'm surprised to still be hearing new music from him in 2019. Bruv, he's
0: got beat, beats, and God knows what. Probably Flying Lotus was a spawn from Dilla. I would, I don't know too much about it, yeah, but I, I mean, everyone's, say,
1: a, everyone's a, everyone's child everything. of yeah. Dilla, really. Like um, since Dilla, like hip hop hasn't been the same. He's worked with everyone from like Janet Jackson to Common to everyone, yeah, everybody.
0: He has indeed. He has indeed.
1: Even if someone just did a freestyle Big on the, on the radio, they probably freestyled on a dinner beat. The yeah, message. Triple quest and um, all of these slum village. Yeah. Like it's, he, his reach is massive. Buster yeah. Rams.
0: Um, yeah, moving on. I know you said that we said earlier some uh, musicians that have been banned or issues. We were talking about that uh, banning drill music. We watched a video with Crept and Conan um It's a real interesting short video. If you're not seeing it, listeners, go check out YouTube. Crepton Conan from the UK, who are known for what they've been crossover appeal. They've been killing it now, in it for a while. They've been absolutely mm-hmm. doing their stuff. So they put together this little video about known for selling ice creams. Crepton Conan restaurant. We still need to go there. It's just so far in south man. Not even south London. It's like Croydon. That's Fake not even. London. Fuck. You know you got to get your passport and everything. Um but this short video about drill music being banned and then the drill artist who the story's being told through. Um, well, I won't spoil it. I'll let you watch it, but it's just interesting. And then trying to, the government trying to ban drill music. And then they also he also wrote, one of them, Conan, wrote an article in The Guardian about why they need to let drill music breathe and let the artists get their views across. And I know we have a laugh about how we don't really like drill music because of the the lyrics are a bit basic and some of the beats are a bit... But definitely got to let the youths and the kids talk and express themselves. And you can't ban any music. Look at Grime. They tried to ban that. Garage, Soul Solid, 21 Seconds. They tried to ban that. Punk music. Uh, probably ska. Like English ska when it came over. Not English ska. It's the wrong word. But when, you know, the the Midlands and the Londoners took ska and incorporated it to two-tone and all that. Rock music, metal So every music is, you know, people try to ban it and that's the worst thing you can do because it'll just grow and grow and grow and become what the kids want. You've got to listen to the kids. Is there a a case, is there
1: a legitimate case or can we see why some people are concerned about drill music in particular in comparison to other genres? Yeah, you can understand that. Like, could it be argued that, you know, there's a whole bunch of murderers in drill music and they need to be stopped?
0: No, nah, I wouldn't say there's a whole bunch of murderers because people, look, everyone's talking about doing X, Y, and Z and you're just incriminating yourself more. And, you know, if that was that, if this, who, who said it, was it English Frank goes, if this was this many like killers on the on the record or this many people had a gun, then everyone would be dead or whatever. There'd be no one around. Is this?
1: Well, you know?
0: I think some people are doing the like up to naughty things and I think it's just the outlet but you know you get mischievous people in all types of music doing stuff so it's just obviously the young people voicing their their reality why is knife crime up on the rise why is there youth unemployment why is there mental health issues because you know people are smoking a lot of this skunk men aren't be able to talk to the other other young men there aren't as many male role models the youth clubs have been taken off You know, the education system, there's massive cuts. All these things contribute to what we have and it's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse.
1: I think there's so many positives in drill music. Definitely. Because I think maybe one thing that people don't consider is if somebody is a violent offender and they're making music and they're talking about their life, which is a violent life, just think about the fact that if they're in the studio making music, they're not out on the streets being violent. So you're actually having someone who's changed their life or who's in the process of changing their life. Now, if you ban the music and you take that away from them, all of that's going to end. They're going to go back to the roads and they're going to continue just being violent.
0: But do you think every Jew artist is really road like that?
1: Well, no, but I do think it was a very good point that they raised in that film, that Crepton Conan film we watched. Yeah. Where you know, they literally showed a little film of a guy who is on the road and he's living like a dangerous violent lifestyle, but he's trying to change his life. He's making music and, you know, and then they simulated if the band comes in, what would happen to this yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, And if there wasn't a band, what would happen to this guy? It's, and, you know, and it's, and, and it's, it's quite interesting to see. It's It's quite plain and obvious to me, but maybe to other people, it isn't quite obvious that music is therapeutic. It's like, it's a way for people to vent their frustrations. Definitely, definitely. And so, and and boys, you know, are generally quite like, you know, like little girls can be quite good, can't they? But boys are generally quite destructive. Like they'll break their toys and stuff like that. And they'll try and smash things up. They'll climb trees and set fires. That's what boys are just, Mm, that's just males.
0: Not anymore. I think that's, I think girls can, girls can go both ways It's like boys can Yeah go but girls, if so. you
1: generalize males are generally quite there's this term called boisterous What you know come on, What does that mean it's it's yeah. male young adolescent males boisterous yeah. but we, girls do you know can what I mean?
0: do girls can like flip out and do mass destructive shit in different ways but um yeah as if the boys acting like on uh, full on like- I
1: think it's 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 young lads expressing themselves through music and I think they should be allowed to express themselves um you know we've got this um there's a petition here that someone started So literally on change.org, it's a petition called Stop Silencing Musicians. Uh, So far, it's got 1,500 signatures. Um, 1,500? 1,500. That's nothing um
0: well it, you know it's i don't know how long it's been
1: running but you know it's like someone signed it, 12 it should be minutes zero ago.
0: obviously but i'm saying it's not it's not 150,000 or 1. 1.5 million. what i'm saying is
1: someone just signed it 12 minutes ago like so it's still running in it <laughs> um stop silencing musicians and what they've said is earlier this year artists Skengdo and am were given a nine month suspended sentence mm. for performing a song at a london concert in december And according to Index on Censorship, it's the first time in British legal history that a prison sentence has been issued for performing a song. Yeah, I remember that. So it looks like it's the start of what we think will be a clampdown on free speech for rappers. So this isn't happening to any other genre. It's literally just happening to rappers.
0: Well, they they tried to do this with the NWA back in the day or IST or... So solid if they were going to perform. It's all But it's, you know, the, cycles.
1: Right now, the police are using laws made for terrorists and sex offenders to criminalize musicians who sing violent lyrics. It means that the police no longer have to prove any link between an artist and a specific act of violence to secure a conviction for inciting violence. Wow. I think that's really dangerous. It says here it's a threat to freedom of speech. Mm. Nobody in a free society should be in prison for words. Um, and and I, I think that's a really good point that they raise here with this petition, man. It's a threat to freedom of speech in general. Which, I well, I think it's important. Isn't it important for us to be free and to be able to speak our minds and say whatever... Especially if it's just a fantasy, sometimes it's just you're just venting and you just create a story.
0: Yeah, see, I remember we spoke about this in the other episode and you was a big advocate for it. And, and I was saying like, if if people are, freedom of speech, yes. But I, I was saying if people are sp- preaching bare hate and, and Islamophobia or homophobia racism, then no, we don't want to hear that free speech. But you were saying, yeah, you, you think you want to hear that because at least you know where you stand with these people. So I don't agree with that respect, but I do agree with this of, Freedom, people having the freedom to express themselves and it's social commentary what people need to understand is uk drill is rap music people are rapping about what's going on in the roads because it's reflective of what's going on in society and they're just they're commentating on it for everyone to see you know so the, the government and the police need to actually think and rah, we need to actually work with them and build on this and help everyone get money and put their stuff out and then there won't be any of these other issues. I mean, there's always be underlying issues, of course. It's a uh, London and Manchester and Birmingham and the other parts of major cities. There'd always be crime and some, in you know, poverty to, to, to cause issues, but turn this into a positive and help people make money, help people put on shows, help people start their own mm-hmm. food businesses. They open up their gym, open up their uh, cleaning service, open up tutoring, open up uh, coaching, all this. So, and they need to work in in tangent, and they're not. It doesn't seem to be so. We're not. We're not all for the ban the drill. Play the drill. Support the drill, like uh, like like being key. What,
1: what do What do you think of this <laughs> this paragraph here? Yeah. Young people don't get into serious crime lightly. They do so because of serious social problems, the decline of community policing, and the impoverishment of resources has led to a vacuum of authority on oppressive inner city estates. Alongside real urban poverty, there is a lawlessness and a fear. That is what's driving the escalation of violence on London streets. The soundtrack is irrelevant.
0: Yeah, the music is irrelevant. And the violent acts are related to the major crime issues of like, owing each other drug money. Stealing drugs, uh, kidnapping people, fighting, beefing, whatever. It's not gonna. It's not causal It's not happening through minor crime of what's going around. So,
1: they're talking about here serious social problems, which so we they're, have. They're talking about impoverishment of resources. So like clo- Cuts, closing austerity. down austerity. Yeah, that's uh, clear. Youth centres and youth youth facilities. That's been going on for years. Like yeah, and they're saying that you know these social problems is what is driving the escalation of violence on London streets. It's got nothing to do with music. True, I think it's got it's nothing to do with music.
0: It's an interesting point. But what these certain, certain dual artists are then goading one another, I think in this day and age of social media and, and and putting stuff up, and they're talking about certain crimes that they've done, they're goading one another, and that isn't helping too. But it's like, you know, it's like a disc record, in it. So where does it just become about music? That's where they need to be sat down with the older, older people, older generation, and people in the community, and being like, "Look, it's music for music, lyrics for lyrics, calm." Mm. If he says this about you, lyrics or this for lyrics calm? Yeah, you you can't take it past the music. So
1: banning drill or any type of art is problematic for a number of reasons. It says here, it deprives already disenfranchised young people of a voice. It reflects moral cowardice for failing to look straight on at the reality Mm. of marginalized groups on inner city estates. Yeah. And it won't tackle issues caused by poverty, racism, and classism. That's deep.
0: It will help people get shit off their chest, like you said, and also could help people... Um, get out of financial situations by streaming and selling merchandise like even yeah. even this Guardian article from Conan was like music saved my life banning drill takes hope away from black British kids like me boom so just like that just like that it, it, I, I, it's, it's a I, cycle I like, I, like, I like this the
1: way they put this term moral cowardice because if you just ban a whole genre of music that's like a knee jerk reaction yeah to some kind of a problem, like maybe what you need to do is do research, get some kind of social experiment going on, get people to do surveys, get some qualitative data, analyze the data, see what it means. But they're not doing that. They're just saying ban it. Yeah.
0: They ban do. this music. But it won't, can't ban I mean, it. was live-
1: actually a serious problem to be looked at but the problem's not being looked yeah, at. They're yeah, just yeah, wanting yeah. to ban a whole genre it's, of music. It's
0: bollocks, it's bollocks. And it's just going to grow and manifest in the underground anywhere. And it drill will... They say, okay, we're banning drill on like all of radio and you're not allowed to perform into magazines and da da da, da. But it's still going to be there. It's still... Like you can ban someone from entering into a room but or to a venue, but they're still going to be on the outside and, and then they're going to make their own thing. Their own drill festival. Or, mu- you know, it's just going to manifest and... and, and Mutate into something just even bigger and better, and we just hope the best for them all. Like we said, not not the biggest advocate of all the music because this, I think, lyrically, but it is what the kids are listening to, and it's 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 UK as well. Heard, there's they, some there's some Australian exactly drill
1: as well. Australian drill, bruv.
0: Wow, bruv, they're they're rapping like us, like the well us. They're rapping like the London and the, and the drill artists from the UK, mm. but they just got their Australian twang to it, and it's they've even got the same flow patterns.
1: Yeah, it's drill, isn't it? So it's the same thing, just from a different part of the world. Yeah,
0: I think the drill is more the fl- if you look at the the rhyme pattern, that's that's really, for me, what the drill is. It's like the the con the, the topics, obviously, but the, just the rhyme flow and the pattern, is what it is, mm. Mm, which is different to American drill with the, the young chop type, them type of
1: man. I got bathing ape, you don't really want it, man. I out here to ape, shot in all this product.
0: No, that's too flowy That's too flowy It's more talky It's more talky Like how Jay-Z talks to us as a rapper Drill music is like talking to you With a little bit of a swing to it A little bit of a flow to it I thought that was a drill type of flow
1: Fair enough Dude, i got too much flow for my own good I just yeah. can't I can't lose it <laughs>
0: Too much sauce <laughs> Too much Anyway uh, It's been a very musical podcast episode at the minute it, We're always musical, B Yeah
1: we always musical man. That's how we go with it. It's very it's good. This, it's very good. We, we're drinking a beer. We had the the rap, and you know we're having some banter, too man. Too much
0: banter. What's that on my jeans? Oh, too much sauce. Too much sauce. Um, what else was we talking about? What else has been popping off?
1: Hey, I heard yeah. Yeah. Instagram are considering removing likes from Instagram.
0: Mm, do it. We think about why. I don't know. Just why not?
1: Just fuck, fuck things up a little bit.
0: Just put pictures up. Just what happened to the good old days where you just share your photos with people or look at a photo album or just, you know, people are putting up like begging it or, or, or creating some fake pictures and fake facade for everyone to like. And it's just the media. Mm. Um, what's, what's the word? Acceptance and, you know, people are setting up scenarios for these social media videos and pictures. And it looks real. Like, have you seen that model who's like posing on the beach? And, and, and then behind her, this giant wave comes and just takes her out. And she's like, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. It's like, bruh, of course you definitely knew that was going to happen. Like, that's mm-hmm. the setup to make it look f- natural. Yeah. But it's obviously staged. And it's like, oh, everyone's loving it. But, you know, people got to do what they got to do. It's wow, the current, it's the current year of, of clout chasing. If you take away likes, a lot of clout chasing would stop, which means a lot of young people wouldn't be doing silly stuff. Um, I saw some teenager... In the UK, where she was dressed in a red gown and cape, and she wasn't allowed to go to her prom or her graduation at secondary school, at high school, secondary school. So she threw milk and flour on the on the head teacher and the principal, and just bowled away, just walked away. And I'm thinking, everyone's filming this like it's some joke. It's like in this day and age, people are doing that because there's cameras and likes and Mm. like you you would never do that. Like if you did it, I I don't know. I just think it's this.
1: People are doing stuff for the gram.
0: And it's causing a lot of you mental I mean? health issues and causing a lot of people to, to get fucked up. So but take away the you're likes. Bang and just... on,
1: you're bang on. Like I've got this article here from Bloomberg, which I flipped into my magazine, TechHop UK. Bloomberg. Um, I got heat
0: like June 3rd.
1: And they got a little quote here from the people who uh, make Instagram. And they've said, Later this week, we're running a test in Canada that removes the total number of likes on photos and video views. Mm. Um, So it's Facebook that that owns Instagram, right? Yeah, they bought them. And they said, uh, we are testing this because we want your followers to focus on the photos and videos you share, not how many likes that they get. Um, And article goes on to say, um, according to a recent study published in Psychological Science, the same brain circuits activated by eating chocolate and winning money... You know that little feeling you get when you win when you win something in the bookies. Yeah, yeah, that little is it's like a dopamine getting released, and you just kind of get excited. Yeah, that same brain circuit gets triggered when teenagers see a large number of likes on their photos. Mm. So it's almost like, and these things are addictive. Eating chocolate is addictive, right? Winning like gambling is addictive. Getting likes on their phones, it seems there's a comparison here. It's addictive. And these teams are also more likely to click on types of photographs that have more likes on them. So there's definitely something going on here backed by psychology as well.
0: Well also they hold back likes. I heard the Instagram and stuff. They hold back likes to make you go back and keep checking your phone and keep checking your phone. Like, oh, how many likes did that picture get up of of us, whatever? Um oh, I only got twelve. Look back. Oh, it got 13, 14. So they hold it, hold it. So you're, you're, they drip feeding, and you're addicted. It's, it's this, and everyone's on their phone. It's this crack shit, bro. Everyone's like, oh, it is, it's mad, it's it mad, is. It's mad. It is. It's mad. They, they definitely got us with that shit. Get mate. off your phone. Spend a day or two and just put your phone away. You know, I joined yeah. the library. You know, I re-signed up to the library. That's what I wanted to talk about. Hey, like, me too, man. Did you? Yeah. Oh, Spud. Go on. Um, I had, a, I had a fine from two thousand and um, eleven. What day? <laughs> <laughs> that was collecting mad interest on that it was like two books about dinosaurs or something that i took out for school years ago and i was working Bruh, in Hackney.
1: you got a book about dinosaurs
0: what do you mean what geek it's for the kids you are a fucking geek. it's for the kids and also why are you getting a,
1: a book about dinosaurs for the kids from your own personal library account
0: because I was working in Hackney at the times, and it was hard. I had to go to the library himself and get all these resources. And because I'm a good teacher, I wanted what? to get all the props and Are everything. Are you trying to
1: tell me that you can't get the books through the school? Yeah.
0: At back then, yes.
1: Oh, the school didn't have the budget to buy books for the students? No,
0: that's a different thing. See, the school had budgets budgets for books. But the books that I wanted specifically about whatever dinosaur topics we were looking at, I thought, let me go to Walthamstow Library Get, or Leighton Library, wherever it was at the time, I forget. Or even was it? No, it wasn't Hatton Library. Um, get the books and then bang, I will let the children read them and put it on display and encourage them to read about whatever oh, it was. Then okay. so, the book somehow got lost in whatever. So you was
1: going the extra mile, trying to get extra reading material, extracurricular yeah. activities. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah something so. like that. Um, and then I took out the uh, library. Card membership And she's like Oh you've already got a membership And uh, you owe four. It was only for like 14 pounds I was like Expecting it to be like All 150 pounds Oh wow they right. cap it off But I went to the library still So yeah I am um, I need to get back on this I've, Other than reading the newspaper And other than sort of Reading the news Start reading a few more books and That's I was dope re- man
1: I like, I like that you're getting Extra mile for your students And shit like that I always do Reading always about Broncosaurus And all of this
0: what Bronco- yeah. What's your
1: favourite dinosaur?
0: Uh, oh, you're asking me now, man. Maybe a Diplodocus. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> what? Yeah, you really did get those dinosaur books, didn't you? <laughs> no, man. It's like,
0: let me Google that shit
1: now. <laughs> I thought man was going to say T-Rex. Yeah, because that's the that's the bronchosaurus. Bro- oh look, man. Yeah. Look, dip- and then I was going to be like, all right, now I'm no, out. I'm, bro- I'm tapping look, out. Look at this.
0: Look at a Diplodocus. <laughs> look at the size of that oh, back. It's got a big back off, innit? that's why I like it I like big booty dinosaurs and I (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) can't oh man no I think you know I'm not going to read the whole shit about a diplodocus but I'm pretty sure they were um, herbivores as well
1: I like the velociraptor I thought that was a savage dinosaur
0: everyone says the t-rex yeah the velociraptors It
1: it was small so it was like nippy you know, if they, if dinosaurs are still alive, a velociraptor will fuck
0: you up. Oh, I like this, uh, Jeez. Stegos- stegosaurus as well. That. I like the stegosaurus and the triceratops cause it had like the, it's like a hairstyle. It was like the thing on the back. It's their, uh, mm. I don't even know what it is. I'm not very educated. Like, like sort of that. like the main. Yeah. I've had a bit of a drink as well. So. Excuse me, which
1: is like protection. I used to like a bronchosaurus as well. Cause I thought they were very gentle creatures, like gentle giant and vegetarians, herbivores, as you put it. Yeah. I like the bronchosaurus.
0: Loads of them, mate. Loads of them. Just watch Jurassic Park. Pterodactyls. And
1: pterodactyls are quite savage as well. <laughs>
0: You're going in now.
1: <laughs> the flying dinosaur.
0: Hohosaurus.
1: Hohosaurus. The succubus. <laughs> she suck you, boss.
0: Oh. <laughs> Grease. <laughs> Have you been watching Planets? Uh, um, the BBC from Planets. That's been pretty good. No. Really good. You've got to watch that on iPlayer. So it's basically documentaries about the planets, each planet, and also the st- the sun. Yeah, man, don't watch star. live
1: TV still. Okay. Oh, but it's on iPlayer, so I can yeah, watch it. Yeah, the planets with uh, Brian Cox, Undermond.
0: Professor Brian Cox. It's amazing. Mm. Really, and the way it's put together, it's like they're on the planet as it's happening, talking about meteors crashing into the earth and causing just the shape of the land and then also the... Mu- you know, Just loads of shit that like, so, I can't even pretend to talk about like I'm that intelligent. No, no, so okay, but.
1: are they dealing with the theory of creation?
0: For the planets, which then would then lead on to the uh, creation of microorganisms, which would then lead on to life on, on planet Earth as we know it, which would then build on to fish, which would then build on to uh, other creatures, which would then build on to humans and the story of evolution. So yes. Dope. Mm. But even before that, sort of like the, the meteors and, and the water contained, you know, volcanoes that were that were erupting for hundreds of years, which then formed clouds, which then contributed to water. It's just geek. What do you mean, man? <laughs> You've been What's wrong with being a geek? I'm not even a geek. I'm not even that academic. I'm I'm proof in the pudding, yet yeah, that you don't even need to be that academic to, you know, do well.
1: How can you not be academic?
0: I wasn't very thingy at school. I was like average at school. Yeah, me too. No, nah, you was—he was brighter than me at school. He wasn't in none of my sets. I was in. I <laughs> was in
1: bottom with, set for everything,
0: <laughs> mate. I was with the goons and the girls <laughs> in it and just jokers. And like, what do you mean?
1: All the girls were in top set, bro? Are you talking? No, about they weren't. I had the lingers in my gosh, set. Girls do their books. Were you saying pretty girls are dumb? No,
0: I didn't say that. <laughs> you are trying to put words in my mouth? That's basically what you're alluding to. No, you're to, trying bro. to. You're trying to. Uh, Get me in trouble I was in You know that what's,
1: It was an intermediate set Where that's the maximum grade You can get is a B
0: Yeah no nah, All of that was yeah. For me I think I think the I, achieved, I think for me The highest grade I could get Was a C <laughs> I shouldn't laugh But Some people learn differently And that's why I can That's why I can um, Relate to certain students now Even at a younger mm. level And school's not made for everyone Some people can't do tests Some people are not used to School Authority Other other setup. So However you're learning Whatever you're doing Just keep working hard positive words from beer rap and banner can
1: i it's- tell you something about english fam? not you but the, the, the english class oh, that tell, gonna
0: tell, tell me about myself <laughs>
1: no i did i remember doing absolutely nothing for like two years mm. and then being told you know you're gonna fail your exams you're gonna fail your gc's blah blah, blah and, and i did everything in the last two weeks like all the coursework that you're supposed to do over two see, years. See, that's pressure. I can't be doing it. With I banged that. it out in two weeks. I did the exam and then I got a C. C for English. Let's see if English language. And funny thing was, English was actually, I used to quite like writing because my short stories were piff. And I was good at essay writing. Is
0: that what a teacher wrote in the comments? Yeah. Like, Your
1: short stories are oh, piff. piffington.
0: I get a P for
1: piffington. <laughs> and um, I used to like writing... She's like writing, isn't it? Anything, but you're a good poems, journalist. short so stories, so all of that good stuff.
0: You write, you write all the um, the write up for the podcast, and mm. you also have your tech cop magazine uh, magazine thing. And you got, you know, you're, you're a journalist as well. You're you know, you've got a way with words. I ain't
1: no fucking journal, son.
0: Fucking Journal, mate, paparazzi. You, journal. paparazzi.
1: <laughs> oh, exhibit, <laughs> Mr. <Mister laughs> X to the Z. Oh I can't remember any bars. What's the rhyme What's the rhyme from paparazzi It's a
0: shame you're only, in the it's a shame. You're only in the rat game. Only for the money and the, and the fame, fame makes sure large. He it's that a shame. Big, he had that big oh. Helly Hansen jacket. Yeah, on the beach, I was like, oh, I want that Helly. Han- with
1: Hansen. The, with the violinists playing and stuff. Mm. Yeah, that was a look back in the day I used still to love
0: them Helly Hansen jackets, man. There's a there's a parent at my new school, like a grandparent, and he's got some vintage '90s Helly Hansen jacket, mm-hmm. yellow and blue, like a Wu Tang vibe. You know, Nautical Helly Hansen. I was like, oh mate, I want that jacket, but I can't. Obviously take it. Cause. They
1: really made you want stuff like that, you know? It was amazing, the power. Well,
0: do you yeah. know what it was? Because we was watching yeah. Yo MTV raps growing up yeah. and people had The Box. What was the program on The Box that everyone had? Uh, if you had Sky and you had Yo MTV raps, but you had you had Cable. That TV show, The Box. Oh, The Box. TV channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was, that was our... Not the TV, The Box. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, you watched it on The Box, but you had Cable and the program, The Box. So that was our only view into US culture and hip-hop and shit so when you saw the Helly hansen jackets the woo wear you saw um the like american not the american football but the basketball jerseys the hockey jerseys mm. and i and i just used to love i even bought i had some in it i don't know how i got like a, a, a hockey jersey like a la kings one a black one or whatever but okay. So you just wanted that shit. The Timberlands.
1: Yeah. The magazines helped
0: as well. Like yeah, in the source slam, you um, see. Not slam. Like yeah. loads
1: of adverts for Naughty
0: Car. And, yeah. Um, Fat
1: Farm. Source, Man. Good old days. FUBU.
0: Let's talk about the good old days. Yeah, man. I used to have a sick FUBU uh, rugby that when people from school went to Atlanta on some trip, it was like some um, couple, of the, couple of the people from school on some, on some trip to do with like um, I don't African Caribbean society okay. or something. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah, a few of the kids, like, Jermaine's... What, we had an ACS in school? Well, from what I remember, it was just, like, a couple... Yeah, I think so. Or maybe not, I don't know. It was just, like, a lot of black kids who went to Atlanta, innit? And it was just, like, yeah, we're going to Atlanta. And they come back and they started talking about South Park. Because South Park was... F- like, no one knew what South Park was. And it was like, yeah, there's this cartoon called South Park. And blah, 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 And everyone's like, what? Sounds amazing. And then Jermaine, who was uh, from school, bought me this red, white and blue Fugu uh, rugby... Top and it had and I was like, yeah, this is gas. Well, like, that's a
1: good friend. He actually brought you back a, a food. No, I
0: gave him P and you know? I gave him money. Yeah. I was like, here's like twenty pound, forty pound, or whatever. Whatever you get, whatever food, just make that and he fitted and it was nice. He could I could have looked like a moron with some big baggy, yeah, five XL. But
1: now he hooked you up, man.
0: That was my Fubu story.
1: I asked when one of my <laughs> boys went to New York back in the day. I asked him to get me some woo wear, and he come back with some dead Johnny <laughs> Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> With some <a>, poo wear.
0: <laughs> some poo wear.
1: Oh, I was fuming. Johnny Blaze, uh. Johnny Blaze, and damn
0: thing changed. My accent itself. I should
1: I should have been more grateful. I guess I was mad. Like my reaction was like, the fuck is this, bro? I want some woo wear. What the fuck? Johnny
0: Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> my shit ain't more John Blaze than this. I
1: want my money back,
0: <laughs> mate. You still rocked it though. I yeah, you still I, rocked I, it. I
1: rocked it. I think I rocked it like a. I think I rocked it to a Tim Westwood jam or but something. It,
0: yeah, standard. And then Ali G wore, wore FUBU and they sold the company or they did something and then it's... he ain't rocking FUBU no more. But yeah. <sighs> all, all them clothes, uh, the Fat Albert thing, lot, uh, lot 29 or Lot something. It was like, if you didn't have Iceberg with all the cartoon characters, you had this. <laughs> you had this on it.
1: Let me ask you something. Go ahead. Do you remember...
0: The time... When we fell in love, do you remember the time when we touched Yeah, Are we allowed to sing Michael
1: Jackson? Oh, see, someone was singing R. Kelly in the Barbers earlier.
0: No, nah, you can't sing. Can, can we still do that? You can sing Michael Jackson because obviously it's 50-50, even though I think it's like bait what he did, but you definitely can't sing R. Kelly. And that's one of Michael Jackson's best records as well. And it had Naomi Campbell in the video. It had Eddie Murphy in the video. Mum went back to the Pharaohs and all that. Come on. Anyway, ask me the question. So, interrupting. Do
1: you remember the Champions League final?
0: Yes. Do
1: you remember that there was a streaker on the pitch?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what was she representing? Isn't this, isn't this more Did for you the you see player? that video
1: where there was a guy filming it? And they were like, it was two guys that knew her. And they were in the crowd. And they were like following her whole journey onto the pit and they were like, Oh wait, wait, she's going. Oh look, she's gonna get on. She's gonna she's gonna she's gonna she's made it, she's made it. and she's running across the pitch and then the guy turns to the camera and the and, and the rest of the crowd and he's like That's my girlfriend. That's my girlfriend. <laughs> she's running on the
0: pitch naked. Was it his girlfriend?
1: Well he said it was but in the end uh we found out what her uh Instagram handle was and it turned out That her Instagram page got shut down. Uh, She ended up with an influx of followers, obviously. Yeah, a bit. And then they just shut her page. I think that
0: was the most exciting thing in the Champions League final. Uh,
1: Probably. Um, That and
0: the Origi goal.
1: I mean, uh, yeah,
0: I'll definitely. And Jordan Henderson crying to his dad. But this is more for the play on podcast. We'll talk about the football. No, you would cry. I would cry. It's good to cry.
1: We're not going to talk about the streaker on the uh the play on podcast though.
0: Well, it's football related, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll be squeezing that one in there. Squeeze Kinsey Wolanski, she was a model, mm. yeah. Man,
0: good luck to her. I couldn't do yeah. I've seen the picture, man. It's in the picture. Um, thoughts on the uh, Nike Nike Max Iron, <laughs> the trainer <laughs> that looks like an iron that is. Bruv, that is a full blown piss take. Nike Air Max ff Seven Twenty.
1: It's funny, like when I first saw the image, my first thought was that looks a bit like an. Iron. And then I read the flipping title, and, and it was like, if you were a female footballer, like how would you not clock that? that no, it's not. Like it's not iron.
0: even a footballer. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, there's actually.
0: Oh, it is. No, it's a trainer for the... But it don't even look like it's there's, a, there's It's an um, ugly a trainer. A
1: professional footballer. I think she's she's playing in the World Cup, and she's endorsing this trainer or a shoe that looks like an iron mate that is a pierce take like to give it to a woman footballer
0: yeah that is that is a part it's good
1: banter but at the same time that's a pierce take still
0: it is funny but you got to be so careful with these shoes and like looking like iron and board the blackface trainer the blackface shoe Mm.
1: someone's gonna get offended about it yeah people are gonna get laughed. i'm not gonna lie i laughed when i heard that there was a a professional female footballer endorsing a shoe that looks like an iron.
0: <laughs> That's a piss take, isn't it?
1: Ah, uh, get off the pitch and get back in the kitchen. Uh, oh.
0: <laughs> the thoughts and views from Beer, and Banner does not support those sexist oh. comments from... Oh. No, we don't um but yeah the, we big got the women's world cup but we talk about it more more about that on the uh on podcast Have we got anything else to cover off it we've we've gone through a lot man it's been a solid hour a lot of music a lot of good talk we're back on it episode 48 the 48 bus
1: yeah the only other thing i would like to talk about is cuz we didn't talk
0: about the boxing man who ali who ali I hope you sort that out on the monitor, man. That's gonna like burst a couple of eardrums. That's like savage. No, um, good. Andy, Andy Ruiz
1: beating Ash- Anthony Joshua, mate, for the heavyweight
0: title. Right, here's my thoughts on it. Yeah, let's go. Um, I watched the four highlights, and part of me felt that it was some not staged, but he wasn't. So upset to lose his belts and lose like that. In the idea that he'll come back, I mean, it's already written in the contract that he's got to fight for the for the rematch. Yeah, but how how AJ was moving like after he lost, it's just like he wasn't even bothered, or he weren't even he didn't even clock, he didn't even want to be there. So I don't think he was focused. A part of me thought, oh, this is stage, so then he can get the belts back and beat him again in the rematch uh, towards Christmas, like November times, and then he can say to Wilder and or. Um, uh, the other one uh saying oh look tyson fury say oh look they've he this guy's beat me who's ready to step up and maybe i'm not as not as tough as you guys thought so part of me thought he's playing some sort of game the other part was like he just got banged in his face and in a way he got uh, he's a sort of semi humble champ but i'm glad he got banged and got beat cuz every good champion has to def- face defeat before they can rise and grow Mm. And he fought against uh, someone who was had over a hundred odd amateur fights. He was no, he was no mug. He was no mug, and he was fresh from fighting someone similar to AJ. He jumped in, and in Joshua didn't lead with the jab. Tried to bang. He can't bang. He's not a boxer like that. Yeah, he's not. He's not scientific like that. He's got the jab. Pick your moments. You are saying he's not a scientific, lyrical, miracle. <laughs> he's 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 a decent boxer, but he's he's got banged in his face. He can't blow, he can't win the heavyweight division as well. You can't go toe to toe and like Evander and Bo, you can't, you know, you can't bang. So
1: it's not a Hagler and Hearns thing.
0: It's not any man thing. Like who would, like you wouldn't, only certain people can, their jaws are wired like that to to hold them big shots from the heavyweights Yeah, And he just didn't see much. I don't know what it was going on, but I, I hope, I hope he, he will come back strong. He will fight them, lot. but moving on, man, I was, you know.
1: I think there's, I think there's, A couple of interesting things about that fight. Um, One, I like the moral of the story that, you know, although you may not look the prettiest, you know, you can still be good and you can still become the best. Um, He's not
0: the best though, is
1: he? He's the champion. At the
0: moment, and not he's the he's the heavyweight
1: champion. He's not, the under, he's not undisputed he, he's champion. He's made history. He's, he's not, the first. Yeah, he's the first Mexican, Mexican yeah, okay. heavyweight champion of the world. Andy Ruiz has made, his, but he's not
0: the best though. You can't say he's the best. Well, he's not got the wildest belt, which is the main belt, and he's not fought any other big. You know,
1: well, he doesn't look the part, but mm. he's proved his doubt was wrong no i, I
0: 100% proved on that the
1: moral of the story is you know it doesn't matter what you look like you know just do your best just try hard and you can S- achieve S- yeah yeah you can be successful you mm. can be andy ruiz
0: heavyweight champion of the world but do you think he's gonna mm. you think he's gonna keep the belts at the end of the year no nah, he's gonna get banged <laughs>
1: Someone's gonna someone's gonna knock him out.
0: Yeah, no, AJ's gonna fight him again. I don't
1: think he's a fighter of that, high pedigree. It? I did see that some of the shots he was throwing, I thought, you know, like if there was someone who was like Mayweather with the kind of bobbing and the weaving and the, you know, like a Nigel Ben, like just ducking and diving, like, he wouldn't be able to lay a hand on a fighter like that. But
0: like a Tyson Fury.
1: He, thank you. If if Andrew Ruiz fought Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury would duck and dive this guy and then just catch him with a couple of Nicely placed shots. Yeah, I mean, it'll like, be all over.
0: In anyone, anyone can be beat. Anyone can be knocked down. and Anyone can lose a fight. How, how he, how Anthony Joshua got knocked down four times or so is, and he kept getting up. So fair play to him. But you, you got to box smart, man. You've, you've, you, you're giving up so much size and the reach. You just pick your, pick your punches and taking past eight rounds, taking past nine rounds. You're trying to blow. You're trying to go this. Toe for toe. I, f- I think there's you a ain't bit more... Your, you ain't got it in your mate. I think there's a
1: bit more to that story than meets the eye. Because, you know, there was there was talk about AJ coming out and... Or not coming out. And then... Coming out where? Not coming out of, of the dressing room. Okay, what happened? And then... Exactly. And then the promoter had to go and get him. So it's... Uh, was it Eddie Eddie
0: I heard there was beef between the dad and AJ and then and about right fighting, and
1: then but... and then at the end of when the when the fight is called at the end of the fight, then AJ's dad runs into the ring and he goes straight for her, as though something happened backstage. Mm. And then at the end of the fight, the dad comes in to say like, "I told you, he shouldn't have been fighting or some shit like that."
0: But you gotta take, you gotta fight whoever you gotta fight. You're the champion. You gotta keep it moving, and also you gotta prove yourself. He's, he's, he feels like he's he was a champion where and i hope he does become champion again but he feels like he was a champion where he was constantly having to sort of prove that he was the top top heavyweight dog because mm. because everyone was dancing around each other it weren't really happening but we shall wait and see and i know tyson fury's fighting tonight fighting the germ I think a hey, if, if anyone
1: does have a bit more info on what's going on with that fight let us know because i'll be interested to know if there's a bit more to that uh ruiz and joshua story than um, what meets the eye um, so, you know, it's at, at bands on the socials, beerrapandbentor at gmail.com if you want to hit us on email.
0: At BeerRapBance, yeah, Tyson Fury versus Tom Schwartz. Schwartz. But there's also, yeah, so let us hitting up with is the Is that boxing. Tom Schwartz or Tom Schwartz? Tom Schwartz with the shorts. like a German, Schwartz. Oh, also though, forget that, tonight, so when you get this Monday morning listeners' but there would be... It's so hot, I should be wearing my shorts. This fight. Oh, yeah. His name is Kid. Kid Galahad versus... Well, Josh... You've got to put the champion's name first. So, yeah. Josh... <clears throat> excuse me. Josh Warrington versus Kid Galahad. That's going to be a tasty fight. Josh versus the Kid. Who are you expecting to win? Uh, Josh Warrington. Uh, just all out. Game the favourite. Yeah, and the champion. Uh, kid Galahad's a good boxer. But, yeah. Josh Warrington just be non-stop. Um, Onslaught. Boom, boom, boom. <clears throat> I'll look forward to that, man. Looking forward to everything. Um... To wrap it up. I Do we have any toilet. other business or are we ending the AOB. proceedings? Oh, we want to give our, just quickly, maybe we should have started the podcast, just the people in um, Barking, Riverside, with the fire uh, that went up in the flats in sort of East London, Essex, Creekmouth. There was a fire in the flats last week and uh, luckily no one was uh, injured or hurt, but our thoughts go out to everyone, you know, just... Just going through that. And also the uh, Grenfell Tower, two-year anniversary. Still a lot of people unhoused or a lot of questions unanswered. So thoughts and prayers go out to everyone involved. Um, If you're living in a high-rise flat, if you're living somewhere, you're working somewhere, just keep an eye out. Just, keep, just be safe, innit? Just make sure you keep your eye out for the the fire exit. You know, you know what to do. I know, you know, not to put people on edge, but just be safe. And, you know, just...
1: It's It's just kind of weird that on the last beer rap and banter episode, we were talking about fire safety, and then these this disaster just happened. Um,
0: it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, you just gotta be careful. Um, just in anything, you know. Yeah, uh, not to end it on a sad note. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, but we just did. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Ruining it. Um, but yeah, ho-
1: hopefully. Um, you know. We wanted justice for Grenfell. Hopefully we get justice for um, the people in Samuel Garside House as well. Um, you know, there's a lot going on, obviously. Um, I was at a residence meeting the other day um, and uh, there was a lot of angry residents talking. Because
0: I understand, because then flats look like, they it was, like, it was made of like wood or something. It just, just went up.
1: Wood cladding, I mean... I don't want to say too much right now because everything's still all up in the air. Of We're waiting for the report from the fire department. That is going to be the tell-all key thing, the key piece of evidence to emerge because the firefighters are the ones that ran into the building and put the fire out. and then Big they, respect, they,
0: to they, yeah, respect to them. Massive respect to the fire people. Definitely. I think before fire. on the podcast,
1: I said the real uh, heroes in society are the nurses, but firefighters are also really, really top heroes along there with the nurses, man. Shout out to them. And um, yeah, man, let's let's hope that that, that report is uh, is going to bring all of the information to light that we need to hear, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is Beer Rap Banner episode 48, 48 bus special. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> uh, couldn't find any <laughs> Don't get dollars. jacked on
1: the back, on the top of the back. Not anymore. The 48.
0: Not anymore. Um, I'm your co-presenter, English. Co-presenter? Is, is that your new uh, job title? Well, I was going to say host, but it's not. It's, co- it's presenting it. Aren't we presenters now? I like co-host. I like host and co-host. Yeah, co host for the most. Presenting? Tea and toast. Co-presenter? and, and not, Is that
1: I, even a thing? Is co-presenter actually a word?
0: Yeah, co presenters Of course it is a real word. Um, your co-host, tea and toast, not spending £20 on a boiled egg and toast like people in Wood Street. You dickhead. Wow, that's a lot of people. Gentrified London. Fuck that. On that note, uh, I'm gonna let Cal close because I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> All
1: right, man, we out. Poo, poo.